You are listening to the Downtown Larned Podcast, the podcast where we aim to cultivate vision for the future of downtown Larned. We are so grateful to have you join us this week. Let's get started. Thanks for joining us at another episode of Larned's Downtown Podcast. My name is Jared Smith. I'm joined here with my co-host, Landon Irway, and we have a special guest for you today, Suzanne Haynes. Suzanne, thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, we're glad you're here. Hey, tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to Larned. All right. Well, I was actually born in Texas, but my family moved here when I was very young. And um, my husband also has, um, well, he wasn't born in Larned. He was born in Salina, but he lived, moved here when he was really young as well. We were high school sweethearts and have never left. I went off to college for just a short time. And besides that, Larned has been our home and we're thrilled to be here. Wow. Yeah, that's, I, I never knew that, you know, there's just people in the community that have been around for so long, you don't know the origin story. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, but no, we, we have you on the podcast today. Um, there's, there's many things that you guys do in regards to community and many businesses. Um, but one specifically in regards to downtown is my favorite furnishings. Um, tell us uh, a little bit about that. How, how did that get going? Well, we've had My Favorite Furnishings since November of 2017, and it has truly been a labor of love. It's um, not anything I ever really thought I wanted to do, but now that I'm doing it, I absolutely love it. I love helping people pick out beautiful things. I love shopping for unique items, and people tell us all the time that we have really unique things in the store, and that's always really fun. Um, we did, um, or we do have five very old buildings. The original building was built in 1877 by Henry Booth. And so along with that comes lots and lots of repairs and renovations. Um, we feel very strongly that if you don't keep those up and repair them, then pretty soon they will have to be torn down and we didn't want to see that happen. So, um, we put in like five new central heating and air conditioning systems when we, um, wow. um, bought the business and, and we, um, redid the ceilings, we insulated, we put in some new windows, we put in all new led lighting. Um, we did a, a great amount of work. We, repaired several roofs in the beginning and then since then um just in the last couple months we've had um three new roofs put on and two roofs repaired in the five buildings so quite a large investment um and we also have just recently ordered new windows for um all the front of the first three buildings really that's a going to be a huge undertaking as well but they're just all single pane glass um no heat insulation at all and um so we're going to be replacing all of those with double pane insulated glass wow before the end of the year hopefully and just in my conversations uh here recently business owners talking about windows right because we've got a lot broken out and who who are you using for for the for the windows we're using quality glass out of great bend okay we got um three quotes and we had a local contractor and then two great bend quant contractors quoted and and quality came in the lowest yeah so wow so that's that's shoot five buildings we practically interviewed half the downtown now (laughs) (laughs) no and it's it it looks absolutely gorgeous and my favorite Mm. furnishings and you guys have done an amazing job and so if you haven't if you're listening you haven't been have a chance to stop by and check out my favorite furnishings make sure that you do well hey let's jump into one of my favorite segments brick basics all about your building 
a little bit of history about your downtown building. Uh, when was your when was your building built? What's uh, kind of a historical timeline and what businesses have called that building home? Well, it's interesting that you ask, and I just did talk to Buddy Taylor, and he is such a great wealth of information. And I knew that the buildings were built in 1877, or the first one, because there's a cornerstone there that says it was built by Henry Booth. But in the early 1890s, Lowry's Harness and Buggy Shop was the very first building that anybody knows of anyway that went in there. And then upstairs was a hotel, um, which is kind of cool. And we have tons and tons of furniture stored up there. But it's really neat because you can see um, each of the old hotel rooms. um, Really? And an awesome staircase Someday, or if we were 20 years younger, maybe 30 years younger, um, we could open up that staircase and put in central heat and air upstairs as well and have five more beautiful showrooms. But I think for now, we're pretty happy with where we are. Um, In the back of the very first building, it used to be a post office. And so that was kind of interesting. And then there was a different hotel in like the 1920s called the Mitchell Hotel. And I guess then it was empty for like five years. And then in the 1940s, J.S. Dillon's actually opened a grocery store in there. And after they built their building at Fifth and Main, then C.O. Mammal's grocery store came in there. Mm-hmm. And in 1952 is when um, Buddy Taylor's parents um, opened the furniture store, Taylor Furniture at our present location and then at that time upstairs there was a dentist and he was there until the 1950s and then in the second building um, there was also a hardware store called Humberg's Hardware and apparently the entire basement was all just toy store a a toy store and then Jaeger Firestone um, was in the next building and the Blue Lounge, my husband remembers going to the Blue Lounge, which I maybe shouldn't say. But um, when we um, bought the building, um, there were still this blue knockdown, like a really thick knockdown on there, um, on the walls and the ceiling. And our Haynes Electric guys, bless their hearts, they um, took Hilti drills and and um, planers or something, set up some plastic and had to sand off all that knockdown so that we could um, get that all painted and, and not look like the Blue Lounge anymore. And um, then in the fifth building, there were numerous retail stores, Gamble's being one of them, a paint store being another one. So lots and lots of different buildings over the years in those five buildings. Yeah. You got a lot of history to cover. Yeah. Five buildings. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. A lot of great history. Yes, yeah. yeah. So just, just for our listeners, um, I haven't recorded them quite yet, but we're going to be partnering with um, the Trail Center and providing um, historical context for each of the individual buildings. So um, I'm excited about that to add on to that because, um, because awesome. shoot, I mean, <laughs> that's that's a lot of information right there. And, and it's incredible just the diversity, really, of, of how things have just turned out throughout the years because um, you talked about several different industries as a whole just mm-hmm. going in these buildings. So. Um, no, it's, it's pretty cool. And we're proud to have it as a furniture store. No doubt about it now. We are too. Yeah. Yeah. And you've mentioned a little bit of the renovations that you've been doing on your building, uh, just recently with the windows and stuff. And uh, I guess just 
what is it? Was there anything as you were doing renovations or have been doing renovations, any unique architecture with your building that you've come across? Oh, there are some really cool um, metal ceiling tiles that are original to the building. And um, Buddy actually brought me a couple of photos that he had from the 18 from 1897. And you can see the tiles that we still have in the first building. And they're really awesome. Now, some of those um, ceilings were taken down during the time when everybody lowered their ceilings to try to save on energy cost and air conditioning and such. Um, but the only good thing about that is we were able to seal some of those tiles that were up above still so that we have a couple of complete ceilings yeah. that look really awesome. So that was one thing that we really enjoy. Yeah. That's cool. I, I do think that all five of your buildings are are staples of downtown really because we've got uh we were talking a little bit before turn it on but um just a a wide variety of buildings and and quality of buildings downtown so um, anytime we we come across um just people willing to invest in in um their building inside and out um is a huge asset to community um because it because it does take a lot of time a lot of money um so I every time I drive by, especially with the buildings being torn down uh, across the street, you got a lot more visibility on on your building now. That's for sure. Um, But you know, at night with the with the lights going across the um, the awnings, there it's it's a beautiful building. Um, Something definitely to be proud of. And then throw in, uh, we just learned putting in new windows here soon. It sounds like so. um, That's (laughs) oftentimes uh, just caring about downtown. I tend to stay eye level at uh, you know. these downtown buddies don't just don't look up don't look up <laughs> um but now it sounds like we can have a reason to look up yeah, there look you up. go but. well let's jump into some maybe some short or some long-term goals that you have for your building downtown well we just want to keep doing what we're doing i think and expanding on that we um literally are delivering all across the state of kansas and people come from kansas city and wichita and dodge and hayes and hutch and and they tell us all the time that they haven't seen a store like ours. And mm-hmm. um, we've delivered to Manhattan and Walmigo. And um, so we just want to keep doing what we're doing and, and making it better. So is it the product itself that they haven't seen? Or is it the, the customer service involved with the product Oh, I well? think it's kind of all of the above. Yeah. We have an extremely large amount of inventory. And um, we have a lot of decor. And a lot of furniture stores don't do that. So... We have a lot of lamps, a lot of artwork, a lot of um, really beautiful things to set around your home. I have a fabulous interior designer um, in Carrie Morton. She can just make everything look amazing. I always say I buy all the stuff and then she has to make it look good. Um, (laughs) And she's so good at doing that. So um, she can help you in any way. You can bring in some items that you have and add an item or two to it. and, And she can make it look remarkable. So. That's cool. What's the, something that you think that we can continue to as a downtown present and Oh gosh, I just it, I think that our downtown businesses work pretty well together. Whenever we have a chamber event, I think that it's um it's really nice to see people come out for those. Um I think we just have to keep supporting our downtown. I know it's always a problem when um people have lived in the same town forever and so they don't bother coming in your stores maybe but people are coming from several hours away you know um and 
you know, I know I get busy and, and I can be just as guilty of that, you know, but I just think just go and support them. Um, even if you just pop in, you don't have to buy something every time, but um, just keep supporting the local business owners because they're working their tails off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really are. And you guys, like, it just is a cool testament, not only just for our community, but for you guys' business of having people drive that far to come yeah. check it out and word being spread and just excited for you guys and what uh, God has planned for you and just excited for downtown as well. Let's jump into our, our next segment, Broadway Vitals, all about downtown. Suzanne, as a community member, what's one of your favorite parts about downtown? Oh, gosh, I just think the retail that we do have and and the people that are trying to keep up their buildings and um, invest in them and um, just keep things going. Yeah. As a kid, I remember... And I'm not very old, so this isn't going back very, very far. <laughs> but uh, one of my favorite memories is, is so my grandpa had State Farm, of course, and, and we'd go hang out with him downtown. But every once in a while, well, probably more than every once in a while, but grandma would treat us to $10 at Alco. So we'd run across, probably probably cause a traffic jam, run, <laughs> run across the street and, and uh, go shop at Alco. But what, what is your, you have a vivid memory like that of downtown just uh, that you're fond of? Oh, gosh, I can remember all the old Moonlight Madnesses, and, you know, they wouldn't start until late at night, and everybody would come downtown. I think it was kind of at the end of harvest when everybody was had been out in the field and nobody had been to town in a long time and and i'm i'm 60 um so so i'm not i mean that old but uh, still old enough um but i just remember what a huge event that was and um just getting people together and of course it was back before people traveled any further than just right. to town to go do whatever um but that was a, a vivid memory right yeah yeah, I think that's our biggest asset when we're talking about revitalizing uh, downtown. It's just pulling forth all, all the memories and, and then putting action behind it. Because um, that I've joked on this podcast before is that's all that we're doing is talking. But yeah. um, you know, it's it's designed to stimulate um, just excitement of, yeah. of what it what it truly is and what it can be. So I think everything. You have to have one person that has um, a true passion for whatever, you know, whether it's getting the water tower relit, whether it's getting the fountain going, whether it's um, starting the dress shop or keeping the theater going. There has to be a driving force behind each thing that has one person that it's just their passion and they just have to keep going at it until it gets done. Yeah, she she, you did allude to just uh the community events i think that alex at the chamber does yeah. a, does a great job and and really the turnout on those um i'm all the way down on the other end from you mm-hmm. uh and an insurance company so i think people kind of avoid me so i'm, I'm scaring people over <laughs> over your way well, thank you hey yeah. i appreciate it <laughs> yeah no problem keep bringing them down yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. yeah it really is it's a, it's a cornerstone your business is a cornerstone for our downtown and just excited to hear you talk about the renovations that are coming and as you guys continue to dream for your building and it making a huge impact in our downtown as it makes an impact in our community and moving forward. Yeah. Thanks. Hopefully we're bringing in a few extra tax dollars too. So that can only help, right? That's right. Yeah. We touched on, um, kind of the pros of, of being downtown. What are realistically, what are some of the, the cons of being a business owner downtown? What are, what do maybe not to the public eye do downtown owners face um, that we can improve on? Well, I think one thing for sure is the cost of just keeping up these old buildings. You know, they're beautiful if you keep them up, but they are a lot of work. And 
<clears throat> excuse me, I'm really lucky in that my husband is very handy and he can do almost everything and anything. And um, he spends lots of his um, weekends and evening hours down there kind of repairing things. And, and not everybody has that. And had we had to pay you know, for each one of the services that he does, um, you know, it would be very expensive. Um, and I know um, Jared was saying that he rode one of the elevators down one time when he worked at the furniture store, and Jim has had to repair those elevators several times. So knock on wood, in the five years we've been there, nobody's ridden one down. But, yeah. um, <laughs> I mean, not falling down with an elevator, yeah. I guess, is what I should say. Jared, Jer- um, so you literally, the elevator snapped, and you, like, fell stories, or what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he says. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, Arthur Dick was running the the button on it going mm-hmm. up, and we got to the very top, and he liked it to be level with the floor, and we weren't quite level, and he kept yeah. he kept hitting it, oh. and he hit it two or three times. Art, he was making me nervous, and he hit it again, and and it broke. And the wow. One story? Him. You fell one story? No. Led the like two stories, two. Yeah. Well, we went all the way into the basement. Yeah. I can't. I can't move on. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot move on. This, so you're in a situation like that, and I always imagine this. Do you jump before it lands, or how, how did you not break a leg? Well, this, to give context, this is an elevator that once was in the in the building or is uh, oh no it's still there okay um, yeah. apparently it used to buggies used to go up and down that elevator okay. um back in the day when it was the harness shop so okay so cutting back to the story it, it, you... well it was a very loud it, our head was right next to where it, it broke and so it was like a loud shotgun going off and the next thing you know is we're it, thankfully we didn't go all the way to the bottom right as we got past the second floor and it uh, jumped off its rail and went mm-hmm. sideways oh and it, so and it so, kind of stopped you huh? so it kind of stopped us yes. before we hit the basement oh wow gosh. that's that's like a, it's a scary movie it is a little scary because my little five-year-old grandson his favorite thing to do is to go ride the elevator at the furniture store yeah. and, I, <laughs> and i used to only think of arthur dick because he was yeah. the only one yeah. i knew that that happened to but now i can think of you yeah. too and yeah. i'm yeah. not sure i'm gonna let colby go anymore yeah. <laughs> so he's gonna be mad at you guys <laughs> yeah. wow okay well that's that's quite a segue <laughs> man all right let's jump into our, our segment Spitballers. <laughs> well, we might have just done a little bit of that here, yeah, but uh, yeah. Spitballers talking about all about the future. What would make the shopping experience better? And as a business owner, how easy do you think it is to shop our downtown? Any areas that you can think of that can be improved on or need any improvement? You know, one thing we um, talked about just a little bit before we started, I guess, is I feel like we have several empty buildings downtown and I say empty in the fact that they don't have a business in them, but they are being just like utilized for the owner's storage or something like that. And I know um, at least one business owner, if not two, that have contacted different people to possibly purchase that and move a business onto um, Broadway. And they're not interested in doing that. And I would love to see that happen because I think the more things that you have to bring people to town, um, the better it is. Or just even get learned people downtown. Um, So I think more businesses are always good. Um, You know, our Saturday hours, 
I don't like to work Saturdays. I work Saturdays almost every time. I work six days a week, um, always, sometimes seven. Um, but I love that we're here on Saturdays. Saturdays are a really big day for us. Um, and I'm not saying that everybody has to do that, but I've um, had numerous people say, gosh, I wish there were more businesses open on Saturday yeah. when we come to town. Yeah. Um, so that would be one thing I could think yeah, of. Yeah, I think you make a great point, even as we started out this podcast, of I hope the listeners and just our community begins to realize not only how blessed we are as a community to have the businesses downtown that we have, but also realizing how much these businesses are pulling from other communities that don't have something like this. And people are driving to not only have a great customer service, but also having great uh, products and, and different things. Like you mentioned of people saying, man, we, we didn't know, this existed and we've never been in a furniture store like this. And so what a, what a great Testament for you guys and your team and, and at my favorite furnishings. And I hope people realize that this is Saturday is a great opportunity to step out and have those people say, okay, well, we're done at my favorite furnishing. Let's go, mm-hmm. let's go down the road here. Yeah, you right, know, exactly. opportunities. Yes. So being downtown, you just like anything else, there's pros and cons. And, and like you're saying, as far as, Shopping goes. We we kind of take for granted being locals and, and knowing yeah. oh this is where yeah. this is where the second thrift store, thrift store is at. You know yeah. this is where the first ones. Yeah. But to to the outside eye, really, um, you know, with the spacing of vacant buildings and and buildings that have businesses, it's a little bit tough to navigate, um, especially from like the sidewalk. Um, I'm I'm guilty of it as far as uh, State Farm goes. People, it drives me crazy because I know where the door's at. But um, so State Farm has the sign in the middle and there's doors off to either side. So people are always looking up and, and going into the wrong door. I'm like, oh, good grief. <laughs> so I am extremely guilty of, of I'm not very walkable, um, but but I'm just taking assuming that everybody knows where State Farm's at. So um, that's you guys do a great job of that, especially whenever you have five buildings, you know, <laughs> they have plenty of options to choose from, but, um, that's, that's something that I'm hoping to, um, get conversation around of how can we become, how can we help these business owners and, and the shoppers more so specifically, um, get to our businesses and, and know what's open. Um, I think everyone, all the business owners downtown for referrals because people are always coming in and saying, hey, Dawn at Country Season sent me in, said you have a great store or Teresa or Catherine at Dress It Up or Off-Broadway. And I do the very same thing. I say, hey, before you leave town, make sure you go to Country Seasons, go to Dress It Up, go to Off-Broadway. And I think an awful lot of people do. And we have ladies that will come three or four in a car and and they all either they come in carrying their Dress It Up bags or their Off-Broadway bags or they leave with their furniture store bags going to the other places so um you know i think we just need to all keep working together and Mm -hmm. and keep building on what we already have going and i do think we have a lot of great things in the works that that's definitely a um under talked about benefit of being downtown is really you, you know you can strive and strive and strive as a business owner but whenever collectively um, you're, you're sharing the success of, mm-hmm. of other businesses. That's um, pretty powerful. Right. Um, and I think a lot of people have have uh, benefited, like you said, from you drawing outside business. And um, yep. you've, you've definitely been a staple in that regard. So, yeah. um, 
I know but. the tourism committee has helped us too. They always um, pay for an ad that we do as a group um, at Christmas time, and okay. it helps a lot. I think it um, brings people to Larned because it showcases three or four businesses and um, lets them know that there is a lot to come for when you do come to Larned. Yeah, and there's a lot of little communities surrounding Larned that I think we just pull from automatically, but just sitting down and just talking with you, realizing that, man, we do have great a great downtown, and we're just wanting to continue to talk about our downtown and getting the word out and then just continuing to improve and move forward. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I think one thing we can all do better is when there is an event downtown to spread the word more you know it's hard to know how to get the word out there for things um and so i think word of mouth is obviously the best thing um facebook is great if we can put an ad in the paper you know the radio tv those things get really expensive um so just um invite your friends and neighbors to come down and and we'll be having a christmas open house i think the first thursday in november so that's going to be here before we know it and we just got done with our fall frenzy and um there's just always lots of things going on if we look for them we'll find something to do well just to wrap up here Suzanne, plan of action as far as how do we get boots on the ground and actually make a run at at true change because I'm sure that as we progress, we'll face opposition of, oh, we've tried that, we've tried that and um, haven't really gotten anywhere. So what what is this, uh, you know, how how is this going to be different? But um, my my favorite question on, on this podcast is, what, in your p- opinion, would be the easiest way to get started, but yet the most impactful way to to actually see a change in, in downtown for the better um, moving forward? You know, I just think it takes a, a group of people getting together and starting to brainstorm. You know, when when the theater started, there were five or six of us that said, hey, we think we want to have a theater. And then pretty soon there were 15 of us. And and then pretty soon it's been 20 years and we have a successful theater. So, um, you know, I think you two young guys are an awesome, great start. And, and I just think that we need to just to keep working on that and um, get people involved. Um, I think there's a lot of people out there that want to help and want to be asked to volunteer in some way, and they've just never been asked, but they're not one that's going to say, hey, I'll do that. I think there's a lot of retired people that um, would love to help. We just need to invite them to, to come help us, you know, serve on a committee or get something started or help the chamber with an event or um, any and all of those things. Yeah, yeah. Well, very good. Very good. Well, it's been a pleasure, uh, an absolute pl- pleasure having you on. Um, we, I, I think we've, we've touched on it, but can't touch on it enough, just how much you guys bring into the community and invest in the community. Um, so everybody get out and support My Favorite Furnishings. Um, it's a wonderful store that really makes, makes it our downtown shine in its own yeah. way. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm calling it the new cornerstone of downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mayor. We might have to change our name. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Landon here. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Downtown Modern Podcast this week. We so appreciate Suzanne joining us and taking time out of her valuable days um, to talk with us. I did want to clarify, I, I've since found out that um, the property improvements, as far as the windows go, are going to be on the main level. So several storefronts are going to receive new um, storefronts, just that, instead of, uh, during the podcast when I was recording, 
I thought it was the upstairs windows. So uh, sorry for the confusion there, but excited uh, more than ever for my favorite furnishings. Go check them out, support them, and be on the lookout for some new windows. All right. God bless, guys. Bye. We want to thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Downtown Learner Podcast. We hope that this episode has both blessed and encouraged you. If you haven't yet, go like our Facebook page and leave a comment with your biggest thoughts and takeaways from this week's episode. Have a great rest of your week. God bless.